You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. Visit our merch page at 7MinuteStoriesPod.com. That's the number 7MinuteStoriesPod.com. This episode, The Tornado. It was somewhere between 11 p.m. and midnight. And Corey and I were just about to fall asleep, right on the edge of sleep, lolling into sleep. And then the alarm simultaneously went off on our phones. I mean, the kind of alarm that just goes right to your bones that lets you know that something is wrong. It doesn't sound like any other alarm. And we both just sit up in bed and we look at our phones. We look at each other. We look at our phones. We look at each other. We look at the phones and I'm reading my phone and it says, I rub my eyes a couple times and I just to make sure it says a tornado is imminent. Get to your basement or seek shelter. Now you have to understand the circumstances. Let me paint you a picture here. We are already with like most of the globe in quarantine from coronavirus, right? Like, and we're luckier than 99% people on, on the earth. And it's still a jarring experience for us. Still jarring. So on top of that level of anxiety we're dealing with, then you wake up right before you go to sleep with an alarm that goes off on your phone and says a tornado is about to hit your house. Like, could there be anything? Like, what else do you got? What else do you got to throw at us, right? And so... All of a sudden, in that moment, just adrenaline kicks in. I, I, I felt connected to sort of my past evolutionary self, like all of mankind is at my at my sails, right? Just teaching me what to do in moments like this. And I could feel the adrenaline going through my body. And I sat up and Corey and I looked at each other and I said, okay, what do we do? We knew time was of the essence because when it says a tornado is imminent, it's not a warning. It's not a watch. I grew up in Ohio. I mean, we don't get a lot of tornadoes, but I remember there's like levels, right? It's not a level here. This means it's coming towards you. And so you got limited time. So we had to make a plan. I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. You go get the kids. Gently wake them up. Don't scare them. She's like, I agree. We can't scare the kids. I said, right? You can't scare them. Just tell them, you know, it's just a little storm. We got to go down to the basement. While you go doing that, I'm going to secure the perimeter. She's like, what, what does that mean? I said, I don't know. I just know that I have to secure the perimeter. And so for some reason, I'm running around the house inside of it on autopilot. And I'm just shutting curtains locking doors and closing windows. It wasn't even me doing it. It was like my body was like a puppet and I'm just doing it. And she goes up and gets the kids really nicely. They're kind of sleepy. They're like, oh, no worries. I say, hey guys, don't worry. We'll just see you in the basement. And I'm running around the house. I've closed everything. And then I shot down to Corey. Hey Corey, I got to go out and I got to get my car and pull it into the garage. She said, why are you got to pull it in the garage? I said, because I think there might be some hail if you know what I'm saying. She goes, oh yeah, hail. So I get my keys and I go outside to turn on my car and put it in the garage. When I go outside, I look off into the distance and I could see it's a little bit of lightning sort of rolling out there. I can hear thunder echoing in the distance, but it didn't seem scary. In fact, I heard a couple of birds chirping. I mean, it was night, but it was weird. It was like some of the birds were chirping. And I thought that was odd. And it was eerily silent. And so I just walked to my car, turned my car on, pulled it in the garage, shut the garage. And when I went back around to the front of the house to go back into the house, I could feel the first few pellets of ice, hail, hitting my face. 
And then the rain started. And then I heard a louder version of thunder even closer. And so I got into the house and I went down into the basement. And Corey and I at this moment had to prepare for the worst. Right as we were about to turn on the television to look at the weatherman, power goes out in the house. Now it's scary. We reassured the kids, don't worry, that happens with storms. Power goes out all the time. And Corey and I are just looking at each other going in our heads, oh my God. So now it's pitch black in the house. The kids luckily have a little juice on their tablets, so they're occupied, they're okay, they're under the blankets. I run upstairs to get a comforter because I figured if this is going to get worse, we can all go into the corner, put our hands over our head like we learned in school and be safe. I thought, thank God we have a basement. We were just sitting there, waiting on Mother Nature like sitting ducks in the darkness, and that's when the siren went off. There was no denying it. And we reassured the kids, hey, don't worry, that just happens with storms. They do that to warn everybody to make sure they're safe. And Corey and I are looking at each other thinking, oh my God, the, the, the siren's going off. And it's not Saturday where they're testing it. It's the real thing. And this is the real thing. And we're huddled together. And the storm is getting louder, really loud. I mean, the hail is hitting the side of the walls like bullets. And the raindrops now sound like hammers on the top of the house. And the wind is not just swirling anymore. It's just, it's shaking, literally almost shaking the house. And I can see through this little window in the garden level window of our basement. I could see outside that the trees weren't just swaying. They were being melted by the wind. And I could see debris flying everywhere and lightning flashing at a rate that almost made me dizzy. And all of a sudden, the house literally felt like it was shaking. And it felt like in that moment, we were about to explode inside of a storm. So we're just all huddled together, holding each other. And I start praying silently in my head. I just think to myself, please, God, don't take this house. Don't take this house. Let us be okay. Let us, let us be okay. And all of a sudden, the rain started getting a little lighter. The thunder started rolling off into the distance. And I was cautiously optimistic, even though we were just shaking. I realized, I think we're okay. The storm has passed. The next morning I woke up, Corey and I felt like we had slept an hour. We were exhausted. The kids ended up staying in the basement because they were scared. I was laying in bed, still no power in the house. And I decided to get up and start looking at the outside of the house to see if there was any damage. And luckily... No damage, just a turned over basketball hoop to our house. And I was thinking about a seven minute story I told the week before that was called Life in a House. And I was thinking about how grateful I am that we were okay. Our lives are the thing that matters, you know? I'm so glad that my life is in a house and that my life isn't a house because regardless if we would have had damage, it's the living. That's important. You know, nature doesn't care. It doesn't have feelings. It doesn't make decisions. It's just an element that's behaving in an elemental way. But we have feelings. We care. And what matters is the people in that house and in our neighborhood. So we decided to drive around and try to survey some of the damage. And, lu and luckily, uh, I don't think anybody died, uh, which was the most important thing. And, and But the man, the trees were uprooted and they were thrown on top of houses. And I saw a couple of roofs off of houses and the damage was pretty serious. And when we looked at it, apparently it wasn't that high grade of a tornado. I could only imagine if it was worse. So we drove home and I went into the backyard and I found a small tree that had been knocked over from the storm. And I sort of held it in my arms for a few seconds and then I decided that I was going to chop it up. And I turned it into firewood and put it in the fire pit. 
and we roasted hot dogs that evening. And we had them for dinner and ate them outside as we looked up and saw the choppers from the news stations circling around us, surveying the damage. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Audio production by Ken Went. You can connect with Ken at media216.com. Original artwork done by Pete Whitehead. See Pete's work at petewhitehead.com. And lastly, I'm Corey Burse, and I coordinate the podcast. Make sure and tune in next week for another story.